Coming up, Monster Jam is everywhere from Wilkes-Barre to Oakland. Points championships heat up in cold places. And who are the underdog picks for Monster Jam World Finals Championships? This is the Monster Jam Download. Welcome back, Monster Jam fans, to the Monster Jam download, where we discuss all things Monster Jam. I'm your host, Joshua Lee, a.k.a. Pit Motorsports. Joining me once again, the pizza man himself, owner and operator of the Avengers Racing Instagram page, Wayne Chiaki. What's going on, Pizza Nation and Monster Jam fans? And joining us for the first time tonight, owner and operator of the Monster Jam Live 2020 Instagram page, Ethan Jones. What's good? What's good, everybody? It's great to be on this podcast. It is great to have him first time on, a really good friend of mine, and I'm just looking forward to talking about Monster Jam with two of my good friends, so let's hop right into it, beginning with the one-off arena show that we had in Biloxi, Mississippi at the Mississippi Coast Coliseum, taking home two overall event championships on Saturday was Stinger Unleashed and Zane Ratu, and going into Sunday, we had some truck and driver mix-ups as Zane Ratu hopped into El Toro Loco and was able to grab that overall event championship on Sunday afternoon. Taking home the Saturday racing competitions were Stinger Unleashed and Megalodon, driven by Devin Jones. And then the Sunday afternoon racing competition was taken home by Scott Hartsock in Slinger. Sweeping two-wheel skills, donuts, and freestyle was Zane Ratu in Stinger Unleashed and El Toro Loco. No matter who... He was just completely swept all of the judge competitions that weekend, and he completely sweeped one, the Saturday afternoon show, grabbing 24 points, and this tour does not have a points championship. Guys, what'd you catch from Biloxi? I know Zane Ratu making a lot of waves like he usually does behind the wheel of Stinger Unleashed or any truck that he gets behind the wheel of. You know, I saw the picture of the El Toro Loco on the Zane Ratu chassis, and I thought, wow, that thing is looking like a beast. But it looked like it was a pretty good show. I didn't see a whole lot of highlights as this tour. I don't usually see a lot. But, you know, Zane has been dominating. And as you can see here in Mississippi, he did nothing other than that. And he had a really good event. But I like this uh, tour because it's all independents. And, you know, all the fans that want to see all the independents trucks competing, this is the tour for you. So if, if you're ever able to get out to it, this is the one you want to see. But I'm liking what I'm seeing from this tour so far. And Zane's looking like a dominant force for this. I'm going to go off of what Wayne said. Um, I think this tour is definitely a tour for someone who's, like, really into, like, the, the whole, like, independent circuit, I guess. This is the perfect tour for you. They're only at a select stop or a cer certain select stops. Um, but from what I saw this weekend, Zane has completely dominated this, this like, little arena tour they have. Um, you can honestly tell. No matter what chassis he's in, or rather if he's in his new one or his old one, he's still going to dominate. It's Zane Ratu. The man's a boss. Um, but I, considering that this isn't like like a well-known tour, um, I don't really see a lot from this except for when Zane posted he was driving El Toro Loco. So I mean, I kind of figured that his driving style wouldn't change considering that it's still his chassis. But all in all, it was, it was a good show. I, I saw some highlights. It was really cool. And we got to talk about Brandon Buds on brand new truck. Replacing Buckshot was Wasted Nights that he drove in his first ever Monster Jam competition. Brandon did pretty well, was able to be get second in the Saturday afternoon overall event championship. So a nice run for him that weekend. 
A couple of athletes from this tour, Lindsay Ratu and Pretty Wicked, Stinger Unleashed, Zane Ratu, Slinger Scott Hartsock, and Barbarian Devin Jones will be heading to Peoria, Illinois, and they'll join Kristen Anderson and Gravedigger and Justin Hicks in Pirate's Curse as Triple Threat Central goes on and off weekend. That is in Peoria, Illinois this weekend, February 22nd and 23rd. Moving on to our first of the points championships, the Arena Championship Series from Worcester, Massachusetts in the DCU Center. Grabbing one overall event championship on Friday evening was Zach Garner in Wildside. Grab sweeping Saturday in the overall event championships was Randy Brown in Gravedigger. And taking on the Sunday afternoon overall event championship was Brandon Teluchka in Get Her Done Second Generation. Grabbing that Friday evening racing competition was Get Her Done Second Generation, defeating Wildside. Wildside was able to rebound Saturday afternoon and grab that overall event championship, defeating Raymond Nishin. Saturday evening was Scooby-Doo and Lindsey Reed on top of the racing competition, defeating Randy Brown and Gravedigger. And Raminator and Mark Hall took home the Sunday afternoon racing competition, defeating Saturday evening's champ Lindsey Reed and Scooby-Doo. In two-wheel skills, it was Wildside on Friday evening, Gravedigger on Saturday afternoon. Saturday evening was Lindsey Reed and Scooby-Doo. And Sunday afternoon was Get Her Done Second Generation. Completely different winners for each two-wheel scale competition. In the donut competition, Lindsey Reed and Scooby-Doo on Friday evening. Saturday afternoon was Gravedigger. Saturday evening, Mitch Tolechka filling in for... Darren Miguez in Dragon took home the Saturday evening donut competition win. And Raminator grabbed the Sunday afternoon. And Friday evening in freestyle, it was Randy Brown and Gravedigger on top. Saturday afternoon, your reigning world finals champion, Lindsey Reed and Scooby-Doo on top. Randy Brown was able to rebound Saturday evening and grab another freestyle win with Zach Garner Wildside taking home the final freestyle win of the weekend. And now moving in to the series points, Lindsey Reed and Scooby-Doo leads by one point over Randy Brown in Gravedigger. In third place, it's, it's Zach Garner in Wildside. Fourth place, get her done second generation in Brandon Telechka. Raminator sits in fifth. Sixth is Dragon. Seventh, Ramunition. And rounding out the field of eight is Monster Mutt Dalmatian and Kalen Miguez. Guys, the Arena Championship Series heating up after Worcester. Now the gap that Lindsey Reed had a couple weeks ago of a substantial amount of points has now closed down to just one. Randy Brown and Gravedigger is on a roll. Go for it. I don't, I don't know who wants to go. Alright, well, um, I'm telling you, at first I was kind of iffy on this tour. Um, as I usually am with tours like that I'm, like, not familiar with. Um, usually the past few years wasn't, in, like, one of my favorite tours, but, like, now that I've seen, like, like how much, like, competition's, like, actually like, on this tour, it's actually, like, really, like, crazy. Um, Zach Garner, honestly, is, is surprising a lot of people. Um, beautiful truck, but I'm telling you, man, that kid can drive. Same with, uh, Brandon Tlutchka and Just Get Her Done. Um, wasn't... Wasn't uh, I'm trying to think of the word. I don't I I didn't know what to think at first, but after seeing um some of their performances on Instagram, I'm telling you, uh Brandon Telushka and Zach Garner both should be in the double down showdown. And points wise, I'm telling you, I think between Lindsey Reed and Randy Brown, I think he's gonna go down to the wire until the last show, which I, I think it's I think it's South Haven, which I think is like third week of April. So they still have a long time to go. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if Zach Garner, Brandon Telechka shakes up the point standings. Yeah, and two things that stood out to me, I agree with Ethan, Brandon, and Zach are doing great on this tour. 
And at first, nobody knew what to expect. We've seen him uh, compete in the independent tours. And they're killing in Monster Jam. They've gotten a lot of racing wins and even some freestyle and donuts. I don't know if I've seen any two-wheel skills wins. But other than that, they've been doing great. And another truck that stands out to me is Ramunator. Doing great on this tour. He's got a lot of racing wins and some donut wins. And he's having a pretty good year. Not what everyone expected because you expect Raminator to get some maybe donuts. But he came out and he's been having a great year in racing. And those three drivers, Raminator, Getter, Dunn, and Wildside, are looking like they're going to be competing for the third place and fourth place position. And I'm looking forward to their competition. And then you have the top two, Lindsey Reed and Randy Brown. Veteran versus more of a younger young gun driver and they're having a great season and like ethan said and like i've been saying for the past few weeks it's going to come down to the wire with them they're one point away from each other right now i believe last week when we we're on the podcast they're super close to each other too only a few points away. so this is going to be a close race and i'm looking forward to how this tour goes Ethan, do you have anything to comment for this tour? Oh, you already did. Ugh, I'm all over the place right now. Moving on You're to good. Triple Threat Series East from Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, in the Mohegan Sun Arena. Your overall event champions taking home the Friday evening overall event championship was Kayla Blood in Soldier Fortune. But Saturday and Sunday, it was all Tyler Meninga in Gravedigger taking home the other three. Tyler Meninga in Gravedigger also sweeping the weekend in timed racing and the two-wheel skills challenge. But Blake Granger and Max D swept ATV racing for the entire weekend, and Blake Granger also leads the ATV racing competition in the amount of wins this season. 18 wins out of 23 competitions he has taken place in this year on Triple Threat Series East. In the Speed Drop School course, it was a different winner each night with Alien Evasion Bernard Light grabbing Friday evening, Aaron Basil Monster Mutt grabbing Saturday afternoon. Saturday evening, it was El Toro Loco and Armando Castro, and Sunday afternoon, it was Tyler Meninga in in Gravedigger. With Friday evening, Gravedigger's Tyler Meninga grabbed the freestyle win. Kayla Blood's Soldier Fortune grabbed Saturday afternoon, but Tyler Meninga came back Saturday evening and Sunday afternoon and grabbed both of those freestyle competition wins. And Tyler Meninga and Gravedigger continue to lead the series championship points with Blake Granger and Max D in second. Third is Kayla Blood's Soldier Fortune. Fourth, Armando Castro, El Toro Loco. Fifth, Bernard Light, Alien Invasion. Sixth, Joe Yuri Zombie. Seventh, Aaron Basil in Monster Mutt and rounding out your field of eight. Jack Brown in Megalodon. A lot of excitement from Triple Threat Series East right now and definitely the top athletes are starting to shine in each competition. Uh, go ahead, Ethan. Um, well, I'm telling you right now, this is definitely one of my specific like favorite tours, I guess, um, arena-wise. Um, this tour is definitely insane and action-packed because i i feel like if i'm i might be wrong and i might sound dumb saying this but i feel like after every single weekend the top three like like point standings wise is somebody else like it's always in between blake and i think kayla and then tyler and i'm telling you tyler i tyler's leading points right now right on that tour i think yeah um yeah yeah tyler it doesn't surprise that tyler is obviously leading this tour um obviously what you can obviously what you saw in wilkes bear insane this is definitely one of my favorite tours and it's gonna be uh, down the wire at the end 
Yeah, you know, Ethan, I don't think that's dumb. There's always a different uh, leader in the standings. If not a leader, they're very close to getting to it. And, you know, these top three have been battling it out all season and also including Armando Castro starting to get up there in the points. But, you know, Tyler got a slow start to the season. He's been working his way up, and now he's leading over 30 points. So I'm thinking Tyler's going to be maybe taking the season unless we see some more mechanical gremlins, which always play a factor. And it seems like we're talking about him every single week. But Tyler, Blake, and Kayla... They're the main competition on here. Blake and Kayla, as I usually say, lovey-dovey off the track. But when they're on the track, they're going neck and neck. And they're all separated by about 40 points right now. A little over that. But the top three is t what you should be looking at. And it's going to be an interesting finish to the season. And we'll see who could take it. Yeah, and this tour is so exciting. From Greenville last weekend, now going to Wilkes-Barre. And they'll be in Allentown, Pennsylvania once again come, this coming weekend. And Blake Granger is just so dominant in the ATVs. Tyler is so dominant in timed racing and two-wheel skills. They're definitely both threats for those World Finals championships. And we're going to move right on along to Triple Threat Series Central from Cleveland, Ohio in the Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse. Taking home every single overall event championship was Colton Eichelberger representing Team Max D. He also took home every timed racing win along with every ATV racing win for the weekend. In the two-wheel skills challenge on Saturday afternoon, it was Megalodon's Justin Sipes. And on Saturday evening, it was Colton Eichelberger and Max D. Justin Sipes was able to grab another two-wheel skills challenge win on Sunday afternoon. But Sunday evening saw Mark Liss in El Toro Loco grabbing that two-wheel skills win. In the donut competition, Colton Eichelberger, Max D. Saturday afternoon was your winner. And he was also the winner on Sunday evening with Justin Sipes in Megalodon grabbing the Saturday evening win and Chris Anderson and Gravedigger grabbing the Sunday afternoon win. In the Speedster Obstacle Course, it was all Colton Eichelberger and Max D, except for Saturday evening, where your reigning Speedster Obstacle Course champion Matt Cody and Blue Thunder was able to grab the win. And in the freestyle competition, Colton Eichelberger and Max D grabbed both Saturday afternoon and Sunday evening, with the Saturday evening show going to Chris Anderson and Gravedigger and the Sunday afternoon show going to Megalodon and Justin Sipes. Now the Triple Threat Series Central Series points standings. Colton Eichelberger, Max D with 909. Justin Sipes and Megalodon with 836. Mark List, Del Toro Loco with 754. Matt Cody, Blue Thunder with 614. Chris Anderson and Gravedigger with 601. Justin Hicks, Pirates Curse with 519. Brittany Marcotte and Zombie with 485. And Preston Perez, Monster Mutt, Rottweiler with 322. A good weekend of shows in Cleveland, Ohio. And Colton Eichelberger, Max D once again sh showing his dominance both in the ATVs, the Speedsters, and the Monster Jam trucks. Yeah, Josh, Colton's having a great year. Uh, like I said before, with another competitor, he also got off to a slow start, and everyone was starting to think that he wasn't going to have a good year and Justin was going to be dominating. But as you can see now, the table's turned, and Colton's leading by over 60 points, which is pretty huge. So Justin's going to have to up his game. He's having a great season, especially from going back from arena to stadium and now back to the arenas being his first year back. And he's having a great year so far in second with 836 points, like you said. But he's a pretty big way away from uh, Colton. 
So I'm a little concerned by that. And hopefully we could see Justin get back up there because I love to see the close points because that just makes the competitors go off even more and give it their best in these competitions. Uh, Mark and Matt are having a good year. Kristen, Justin, and the two new drivers, Brittany and Preston, they're getting used to their trucks, but they're having a pretty solid year. And we'll be seeing them come up the ranks in the future. But I think this is a great tour, and all the competitors are giving it their best every week. And I'm looking forward to the next weekend show. Yeah, going off of what, what Wayne said, once again, this this is also another one of my, my favorite tours to watch. Just like the drivers on it are, are so good, like also with Triple Threat Series Z's. Um, Colton Eichelberger is obviously... I, I feel like it, at this point, if Colt Knuckleberg can keep up what like the momentum that he that he currently has, I feel like that he could possibly take this tour. And I would love to see him take a tour and finally finally have a Triple Threat Series title because um, it's been long awaited. Um, but this is definitely a fun tour. I like seeing. I'm, I'm wanting to see Matt Cody um, maybe shake up the standings, hop into third third place. Um, I feel like if he's going to, he has to do really, really good in Rosemont considering that there's six shows. So, I mean, it could be a possibility, but then again, this this tour is just too good. Um, so, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited to see what happens in Rosemont considering that there's six shows. Um, so, I feel like the, the point standings will change. Yeah, and this tour, just from the beginning, it's always been an exciting tour. This tour has never really calmed down. Like a lot of the tours, it's still very kind of random with how the winners go like even with uh matt cody and blue thunder he's always dominant in the speedsters but mark list del toro loco popped up in the two wheel skills challenge and justin sipes colton eichelberger chris anderson all these athletes have been grabbing wins so this tour definitely one of the best tours to watch if you're going to watch any tour and monitor it really closely i feel like triple threat series central is the one to do and moving on to the west coast of the United States with Triple Threat Series West from Oklahoma City, Oklahoma in the Ch Chesapeake Energy Arena. Brandon Vincent Gravedigger grabbing every overall event championship on Saturday afternoon, Saturday evening, and Sunday afternoon. Saturday afternoon's racing competition was taken home by Monster Mutt's Tanner Root as he defeated Tristan England in Earthshaker. Black Tony Oaks and Soldier Fortune Black Ops grabbed that Saturday evening win, defeating Barry Musauer in Zombie. And on Sunday afternoon, it was Tristan England in Earthshaker, defeating Barry Musauer in Zombie for the racing win. In the two-wheel skills challenge, it was Tristan England in Earthshaker <coughs> on Saturday afternoon. Saturday evening, it was Brandon Vincent in Gravedigger, and Sunday afternoon, it was also Brandon Vincent in Gravedigger. Saturday afternoon... In the ATV racing competition, along with Sunday afternoon, was Tony Oaks and Soldier Fortune Black Ops grabbing the win. And on Saturday evening, it was El Toro Loco's Elvis Lanez. We had him on the podcast last weekend. Great job to Elvis grabbing that ATV racing win. In the donut competition, Saturday afternoon and Sunday afternoon, it was Brandon Vincent in Gravedigger with Saturday evening show being taken home by Barry Musauer and Zombie. Sweeping the Speedster Obstacle course was Brandon Vincent in Gravedigger for all three shows. And in freestyle, it was Barry Musauer and Zombie on Saturday afternoon. Saturday evening 
was Justin Sipes and Megalodon and Tony Oaks and Soldier Fortune Black Ops grabbed the last freestyle win of the weekend. Now the series points championship, Brandon Vincent and Gravedigger starts to pull away up at the top of the leaderboard, but Tristan England and Earthshaker is right there. In second, third is Tony Oaks and Soldier Fortune Black Ops. Fourth is Bari Musauer and Zombie. Fifth is Austin Minton and Megalodon. Sixth, Elvis Laney as El Toro Loco. Seventh, Tanner Root in Monster Mutt and rounding out your field of eight, Miranda Kozad in Scooby-Doo. Guys, this is another weekend of Triple Threat Series West where it's kind of all over the place with winners. A lot of different winners, five different winners, if I count correctly, from this tour this weekend. And in three shows in Oklahoma City, this tour is really heating up. Yeah, Josh. And we're not seeing just one driver dominate everything. You have to be multitasked and know how to do all these different roles instead of just piloting your 12,000-pound monster truck. But I was most excited to see Tanner Root get a win in racing. That's great because he's a great driver. He does good with his equipment, and he's right behind Elvis. So Elvis better watch out because he could come knocking at his door and pulling at the horns. But I'm loving this tour so far. Another great tour. And like you said, there's a lot of competition, and we always see a different winner and all of the different competitions. So I'm pretty happy with this one. You see Brandon leading by a lot against Tristan England. I believe they were closer last weekend, but you never know uh, how these shows can play out. And Tristan can always come back. He's a little over 40 points back, but he can make it up. And then you have Tony back there, 685 points, a few more points behind. I don't know if he can make them up, but he could definitely take a top three this year. And Tony has been really showing off his skills this year because He's been in some really dominant tours in the past, and he hasn't been able to show off. And now that he's in this tour of Brandon Tristan and a mixed field, he could really show off his skills, and he's gotten a lot more wins this year. So I'm liking this tour. What do you have to say, Ethan? Yeah, I, I think, honestly, at this point, I'm just going to say it. I think every single Triple Threat Series tour this year is honestly a, a good tour and one of my favorite tours. Well, all three of them are my favorite tours. Um... I think this year, whoever sets the lineups up and stuff actually, like, did really, really good on setting up the lineups. Because I feel like every single Triple yeah, Dark Series I'm lineup, saying. I feel like every single Triple Dark Series lineup is even. And, like, there's not, like, that one tour where you have, like, that one drive that's just completely dominating everything. Like, everything's, like, evened out for every single Triple Dark Series tour. Yeah, um, and it makes it interesting for every week. Going off what Wayne said about Tony Oaks, I... I don't know. I don't know. I think they only have like three or four weeks left on tour from what Elvis said on his Instagram. Um, if Tony can like, like dominate, like dominate, dominate, I feel like Tony could easily, maybe, possibly get over Tristan England and bump Tristan down to third. And honestly, it would not surprise me because Tony Oaks is such a good driver and an extremely underrated driver. Um, I think from watching his season to like, at least I'd probably say two years ago to now, Definitely improved and one definitely one of my favorite drivers. Um, I think honestly, I I don't want to I don't want to say it, um, but I I honestly could probably see Brandon Vincent walking away with this tour. Um, but th this tour is is very even and I like it. Um, I would like to see Elvis get some more wins on this tour. Elvis is a great man, a great driver too, coming into second season. Um, same with Bari. Well, like I said, this tour is very even, and I, I, uh, I enjoy watching this tour. And I was talking about this in Tampa, 
and the Triple Threat series competitions and the shows actually rank higher among surveys than the stadium tours, and this is definitely showing it this year. These Triple Threat tours are really stepping up their game. They're getting exciting moments each and every weekend, and it's so competitive. Monster Jam, we got to remember, while it is a show and it's a family-friendly event, it is a sport, a competitive sport at the same time, and especially on these Triple Threat tours, they are really showing it, and I think 2020 is the year that Monster Jam is finally kind of becoming a legitimate sport competitive wise because you're seeing these close tours different winners in each competition you're not seeing two or three athletes run away with it you're seeing more of a diverse group of winners grabbing wins each and every weekend and as we go on I think it's going to be just sort of multiple athletes trying to narrow into one door to get into Monster Jam World Finals or the Showdown competition or any other yeah. of the competitions at Monster Jam World Finals. I think it's going to be, there's going to be some athletes that don't get in that you could say deserved a spot. It's just going to be all depending on when these lineups come out. Exactly. And I just wanted to mention real quick, I think arenas are becoming very popular with all of the Monster Jam fans. You know, all the OGs and people haven't been to Monster Jam in a while, they'll probably say, Arena? I don't want to go to Arena. What are the trucks going to do in there? I want to go to the stadium. But these Arena tours have been really putting up the skill and talent, and they've added a lot of wow, adding the mini flip ramp to most of the Arena uh, tours. And these fans, if you, don't, if you haven't been in the sport for a couple of years and you come like to a show with your kid – or a family member or someone to see a show, they're going to be absolutely wowed because they've never seen a mini flip inside. They've never seen a moonwalk. They've never seen a bunch of stuff. So I think uh, arenas are a big thing, and it's also great for Monster Jam because it's it's more um, convenient for the fans instead of going to this huge stadium. You go into this nice arena. You have about six, eight drivers, and you could just watch it from your seat not too far away. You get a better experience. And it's just a totally different aspect from being in the stadium. So I think that's a real winner, and Monster Jam is putting a lot more effort into the arenas this uh, year. Yeah, these arena shows are getting more and more exciting, especially every time they come back down to Florida. I mean, I drove up nine and a half hours to go see Greenville, South Carolina, a Triple Threat Series East show because these arena shows are getting so exciting, and there's such a different feel and experience from the stadium shows, especially – in Monster Jam Freestyle, where it really, instead of the huge air and the wow moments in the arenas, it's more of the momentum and the speed that these athletes have to have during a freestyle to get a high score at judgeszone.com. So if yeah, you have not been... not easy to do. Yeah, it's not easy to do. So if you can go see an arena show or can go see a tri- triple threat show, make sure you go do it. Even along with the stadium shows, because these stadium tours are also very exciting this year, and we're moving on to Stadium Championship Series Red from Minneapolis, Minnesota, and U.S. Bank Stadium. Grabbing the overall event championship was Monster Energy's Todd LaDuke with 38 points. Taking on the racing competition was Bryce Kenny and the Great Clips Mohawk Warrior. He defeated John Zimmer in Dragon in the final round. In the Great Clip Skills Challenge, it was Mike Vonner's the second overkill evolution, grabbing his fourth over sorry, grabbing his fourth Great Clip Skills Challenge win of the year. He now has an average skills challenge score of 9.379. And he added to that with his 9.416 in the skills challenge on Saturday night. And winning the freestyle competition was Colvinard and Black Pearl with a 9.813. 
and taking a look at the series championship points, leading by 33 over Lindsey Wink and Mark McDonald and Lucas Oil Crusader and Colvinar in the Black Pearl is Todd Leduke and Monster Energy as Adam Anderson and Gravedigger falls to fifth, right behind his main rival Bryce Kenny in the Great Clips Mohawk Warrior, sitting in fourth with 219. Guys, a lot from Minneapolis. Mark McDonald fills in for Lindsey Wink in the Lucas Oil Crusader and will also be filling in for him this weekend in Atlanta. And Colvinard winning multiple freestyle competitions. He is the only other driver other than Ryan Anderson and Son of a Digger to win multiple freestyle competitions this season. And Todd LaDuke and Monster Energy has is tied for third in the 2020 stadium win leaderboard with Camden Murphy and the Bakugan Dragonoid trailing behind Neil Elliott and Max D and Son of a Digger's Ryan Anderson. An exciting weekend for Stadium Championship Series Red and this points championship is nowhere near ending. Yeah, I'll let you go first, Mr. Ethan. Take it away. Um, I, I saw this tour a few weeks ago in Indianapolis. Um, seeing this tour in person um, was actually really cool because, like, the drivers on this tour are, like, really, 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 like, stacked. Um, this, I went to the Sunday show, and definitely, like, every single driver that was there definitely went off. Um. It was definitely, I, I think, honestly, in my opinion, that was one of the best freestyle competitions that I've, that I've personally seen in person. Um, every single driver went out. Colvin, or not Colvinard, uh, Jim Kohler went out and hit a mini flip for the first time. Colvinard did his uh, walk the plank thing, and then he, I don't know what he was going for. I don't even know if that was even planned, what he did, but he went into, like, a crazy save. Um, trying to think who else. Um, Todd went out there. He... I was wanting to throw down a, a classic Tyler Duke run, but he flipped over early, which was sad. I definitely wanted the drivers I wanted to see go all out. Um, I was kind of skeptical about this tour at first, um, but this is definitely one of, actually, now that I think about it, probably one of my favorite um, stadium tours, just because, like, the lineup is just so stacked. And seeing Covenard win, how, I think it's, like, what, four freestyle wins now? Four? Three, four, I think? Um, I could definitely see him taking a top two. Um, but Tyler Duke's such a great driver, so I think it's gonna be kind of hard to go over Tyler Duke unless Tyler Duke just has extremely bad luck. Um, but I am definitely surprised with Colvin Art's doing. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if Colvin Art easily take easily just sits in second for the rest of the tour. Yeah, some good input there, Ethan. Uh, I'm really loving this tour, and I think. What's going to lead most to the win and the overall series championship is consistency. And you've been seeing it from Todd LaDuke week in and week out. And all of these other drivers in the top five, top ten, and the whole lineup, they've been doing great. And I think it's really just going to come down who has the best shows, the most consistent. And you don't have to win every uh, competition as long as you're up there in the top three, top five every week. You don't have to take the wins. You just have to get the points. And that's what's going to lead to the win. And Tyler Duke's been doing that week in, week out. And he's been also taking a lot of wins too. But like you said, we've been seeing Cole Vinard take a lot of freestyles. And he's been doing great in racing. And he's up in his game in the skills challenge. So we could see him coming up. You have Lindsey Wink there in second, which is pretty awesome to see because he's usually a technical driver and stuff. And technicality is what the... Not what the fans want, but like 
what we want because then you're going to see him do great in the scores like he's doing right now, tied with Cole Venard, which is pretty awesome. And then you have two more OGs in fourth and fifth, Adam and Bryce. Bryce being fourth and Adam being fifth. I know Adam's not too happy about that. But this tour is just so close this year. Todd's really like the dominant driver right now. But any of these drivers could pull out an uh, incredible week and take over that lead. So I don't know, Josh. I'm looking forward to this year. And you and me both saw Stadium Tour Red in Tampa. And it was a pretty great show made up for the first show in Tampa. And I love this competition and this whole tour. It's stacked, like Ethan said. And we'll see what's to come in the future. Yeah, sta- the, all the Stadium Championship Series are really good, and we're going to move on to Stadium Championship Series hey, Green. Josh! Uh, Josh, no. I'm back! I I'm back, Josh! You thought you ditched me at the last stadium, you duck. I'm back, baby! Stadium Tour Green is here, ladies and gentlemen. The best tour in the world in Monster Jam. Take it away, Josh. I forgot I said the G word. Yes, sir. Green ah. is where it is at, my friend. Oh, jeez. All right. Well, I'm going to go get some pizza. See you later. All right. Later, Kermit. <laughs> so this stadium championship series, I'm not saying it again. I want to keep this episode kind of short. Uh, was in San Diego, California at Petco Park. Ryan Anderson, son of a nigger, grabbed the overall event championship with 37 points. Bounty Hunters, Jimmy Creighton grabbing his first racing competition win since World Finals 20, defeated Ryan Anderson in Son of a Digger in the final round. In the Great Clip Skills Challenge, Neil Elliott and Max D grabs his fourth consecutive skills competition win. He ties Camden Murphy for four consecutive skills challenge wins in Monster Jam Stadium competition. And taking his first freestyle win of the season behind the wheel of Brodozer was Heavy D. And Brodozer currently sits fifth on the overall series championship with Bro Camino in sixth. Corey Rummel and Megalodon still holding on to his fourth place spot with Neil Elliott and Max D at the top of the leaderboard. Along, He's also at the top of the leaderboard in the power rankings. Morgan Kane and Gravedigger sits in second with Ryan Anderson's son of a digger in third. Stadium Tour Green is so exciting right now. We'll be seeing it this weekend in Miami guys what did you think of the action in San Diego a sold out crowd 36,000 plus in Petco Park you know it was pretty awesome to see uh I saw some highlights and it was a great show they got an awesome showing there in Petco Park uh we saw a lot of competition and the drivers did great uh I was loving what Neil was doing he's been very consistent this year and he's shown it because he's in first right now. And behind him is Morgan and Ryan. And Corey still sits in fourth place, which is pretty nice to see. He's been very consistent this year. And if he keeps it up, he could keep that fourth place spot or even move up. But Ryan, Morgan, and Neil seem like the very dominant drivers on this tour. And it's going to really come down to the wire because this one is even closer than Stadium Tour Red. I mean, Neil and Morgan are only split by about 20 points and or less. So this is going to be interesting. You got to keep having consistent weekends. And that's what they're doing. And I'm looking forward to this tour. Hopefully, if everything works out, I'll be able to go to Miami and see my man, Josh Lee there. How you doing? So hopefully, so those are two great shows. Yeah, I'm going to... Um... 
Goboy when it said, honestly, I didn't really pay attention to what was happening in San Diego because I had some stuff going on. Um, the only thing that I really saw was Morgan's freestyle. And I'm telling you, that was probably one of the best freestyles that I've seen from Morgan in, like, I don't even know, like, forever. That was probably, if not one of his best freestyles that I've that seen. That was insane. And it, I was kind of really shocked he didn't win, Ethan. That, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I, it, I don't really, I don't, honestly, I don't remember seeing, like, what Heavy D did in his run. But, like, Morgan went out and, like, Lily threw down, like, almost like a Ryan Anderson type freestyle, but, like, in a Grey Digger truck. Like, he just, like, threw that truck, like, wherever he wanted to, and the truck was just sucking it up. I'm telling you, if he would have saved that sidewall that he had, like, whenever he rolled over, I would have went bananas. Would have went it shut down, bananas. or did the truck just turn off? I I think the truck turned off. Because, from what I've heard, that apparently if you go on the lid, or, like, the roof, they have to shut you off, like, three seconds after. Ah. Um, but I didn't really, I didn't really see anything from san diego so i don't really know what happens so I, I really don't have an input um but looking at the point standings i think this specific tour the the legit standings <clears throat> i think have been the exact same since st louis um i don't think there has been really like any changes quarter almost been enforced in st louis um i think the only change to be honest with you was just morgan and neil switching and that was probably it oh and then with ryan too but I think since, like, I think Glendale, which is a week after St. Louis, I don't think there's been, like, really, like, any, like, major, like, point stand changes. And Corum was a fantastic driver, so seeing him in fourth is, like, really awesome. Um, He's definitely keeping it up with three of, like, the best drivers in my opinion. So I wouldn't be surprised if he if he could possibly move up. Yeah, and I, I wanted to mention before you get to something else, Josh, that you're finally seeing Jimmy Creedon get a win in racing. Uh, I was talking to his crew chief. They're just not having the year they want, and the truck has had a lot of issues. But finally, Jimmy Creedon was able to take home the racing win against Ryan Anderson. They've been trash-talking each other in a nice way. And uh, I'm enjoying that little rivalship they have, rivalry and uh, racing. I can't say that word for the life of me. But uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what Jimmy Creedon can do this year. He's not looking too great in the uh, overall standings, but if he could keep up a few wins and stay semi-consistent, we could definitely see him get a solid top seven finish here. And I hope he has a great show in Miami. And I'm looking forward to the shows coming up, and hopefully he could keep it up this year. But a great tour. Love all the drivers on this tour, and I'm looking forward to some more competition this year. Yeah, like I said, Stadium Championship Series Green makes its way to Miami, Florida, Marlins Park. Ryan Anderson's first time in, in Miami since 2012. We all remember that show aired on the Speed Channel, Mud Fest. But with the roof at Marlins Park and the possible rain on Saturday, I believe the track is going to be just in perfect condition. It will be A-OK. It will be A-OK, like Wayne said. And we're moving on to the A-OK Stadium Championship Series Yellow from Oakland, California in the Ring Central Coliseum. Two shows that weekend sweeping for the overall event championships was Tom Mentz and Max D. Fire. He also swept the racing competitions, defeating Cody Saussier in Monster Energy Saturday night and Sunday afternoon, defeating Eric Swanson in Obsessed. Bakugan Dragonoids Camden Murphy swept the skills challenge that weekend. Bakugan Dragonoid also took home the Sunday afternoon freestyle competition with Charlie Pocken and Gravedigger grabbing the Saturday evening one. 
And Stadium Tour Yellow, so far this season, has featured a different freestyle winner in each of the last five events it has had. So freestyle competition can go anywhere on that tour. Cody Sociate Monster Energy leads by two points over Tom Menson, Max D. Fire. He leads by 11 points over Cam Murphy and Bakugan Dragonoid. Leads by 15 points over Charlie Pocken and Gravedigger. And leads over Scott Butso and El Toro Loco Ice, who is in the fifth spot. And even going down as far as John Gordon, Bad Company in sixth, they are within 25 points of each other. The top six within 25 points of each other right now. Guys, this is the most competitive stadium tour we have right now. And it did get started just a couple weeks ago, but we still have a long way to go on this tour. But even with the five events I believe they've done, even after five events on the other stadium tours, we were nowhere near this close. Yeah, Josh. Uh, this is the stadium tour to watch. The competition is so close. There are a few stops behind. But this is the stadium tour, if any tour, to come down to the wire. You have Cody and Tom separated by two points. You have Charlie Pocken and Camden Murphy separated by four points. You have... John Gordon and Scott Buto separated by one point. I mean, it's insane how close the points are going to be this season. And like I've been saying, for every other tour, consistency is what is going to get you it. And that's what these drivers have been doing. I watched the show that happened there uh, last weekend at Oakland, and that was an insane show. There, the freestyle was my favorite. There's so many moves that happened. And Cody Sosier pulled off the sick wheelie. He pogoed it and then got a moonwalk a little bit. So that was a really dope move like you'd see from Riggs or Rods. I love that move and gave him props for that. And Tom, I remember in freestyle, he had this insane backflip and brought it back on all fours. Rosalie Raymer did the same thing. She hasn't been having the year she's been wanting. She's in 11th right now of 94 points, but she's not doing too bad. And all of these drivers, man, I love this tour. I wish they came to Florida or somewhere near it because I want to see this one. But unfortunately, won't be able to see it this year, but I'll be watching on the internet because this is going to be an amazing tour. And it has already been. They got off to a rough start in the beginning at the first stop, but I think that happens with every tour. And now they're on a roll, and these fans get an awesome show, a crazy track, a backflip in the middle, and Chicago style which is pretty interesting. Yeah, um, honestly, this this tour started off in San Diego, which was one of the, the more later tours. Um, I, think, I think San Diego was definitely like a test to see like how the tour would open up. And a lot of people were saying that, oh, the show's going to be good. And it, it was all right. But I think Houston definitely is what like started the tour, like definitely what lighted the fire. Um, this is definitely a a good tour. You have a lot of uh a lot of veteran drivers. more more of the veteran drivers on this tour. Um going up against like Cody Associate, Camden Murphy, um, Steven Thompson for one. Um This is definitely one of one of the favorite tours. I I didn't really get to see what happened in Oakland, um, besides like what Rosalie did. Um and then I'm trying to think what else. Uh, Camden's freestyle on Sunday, man, just like threw the truck on his side, did like a a beam and G move. Um, it was actually really cool. Um, I don't really have anything to say on this tour because I haven't really paid much attention to this tour. Um, but I'm definitely gonna try and pay attention more and try to find 
like some videos or a stream to watch this weekend. Um, but I, I definitely like this tour. It's one of the more underrated tours. A lot of people are are uh, throwing this tour under the bus because it's not like stacked like the green or even the red one is. Um, but this is definitely an underrated tour, and I, I think more of the the wow moments and like the crazier things are gonna come from this tour, and it's just getting started. Yeah, and the wild moments have came from this tour because the last show, I know you didn't see it, but there are a lot of wild moments, and I was pretty uh, shocked. It was a great show. Yeah, and going into Anaheim this weekend for two shows, Steven Sims will be filling in for Cody Saussier in Monster Energy. Steven, known for driving Monster Energy overseas on the international tour, and now he is making his first U.S. D domestic tour uh, appearance since Houston three in 2018, and I mean he has to he has big shoes to fill from Cody because Cody's leaving him with the series lead by two points over Tom Mentz, the professor at Monster Jam University. So Stephen has some big shoes to fill from Cody Saussier. Guys, do you think he'll do pretty well this weekend in Anaheim? You know I've seen Stephen. He's freestyled in the past uh, there and a few other places and. He's done a great job. He's had some insane runs in the past, and he's not afraid to destroy that truck. So if he wants to put on a show for the fans, he's definitely going to give the crew members a lot of work, but it's going to pay off, and I think he's a good fill-in driver. He drives Monster Energy on the International, and he's been doing a great job on that, and I think he's a good fill-in for the couple of shows that he's going to fill in. <clears throat> And there's definitely a lot of pressure on him, Josh, like you said, being first in the standings. But I think everything's going to be A-OK. -okay. Yeah, um, I, I'm honestly a fan of Steven Sims. I, I really wish they would extend the line, like the stadium lineup to 16 and put Steven Sims back in Pirates Curse. That's just be great. in my opinion. Because the, the one year that he had in Pirates Curse, he, he was a brand-new truck. Um. It was it was a company truck, but it wasn't his own like chassis. Um, but I don't I don't know. He's Steven Sims a good driver, especially in the like in the last like year and a half. Kids thrown down some spectacular freestyles uh, overseas. Like I think one of his best freestyles he did was in uh, uh I think it was in Cape Town, which was um one of like the one of the South America tour shows. He absolutely threw it down. Um, kids not afraid to drive. I will tell you that. Um, he's definitely picking up the, the two wheel skills or the, I mean, I'm sorry, the, the skills moves, um, kid, kid can drive, man. I'm telling you, if you saw what he did two years ago in Anaheim and Scooby-Doo, that insane freestyle he threw down, um, I, I, I think he can throw it down again. I mean, it's one time thing. So I, I think he's going to give, um, uh, Tom Metz, who is in, I think what second, I think for a run for his money. Um, yeah. Anaheim's going to be a good show and it's a two day show too. So uh, I feel like a lot of stuff is going to happen during that show. Yep. And I just wanted to mention, you know, it all started with Steven Sims Jr. making that uh, own design of his hooked. And in 2015 in Tampa, I wasn't there, unfortunately, but he got his first win. It was a great run. And ever since then, he got hired from Feld, and he's been throwing down with them. And I think he's a little underrated because he's been on the international tour so long. Everyone's forgotten about him here in the U.S., so seeing him fill in could definitely be a refresher for all the uh, U.S. fans and even Feld, and maybe they'll bring him back to the U.S., but it should be a good time. 
and he has been to Monster Jam World Finals once. He drove Scooby-Doo in 2018. I'm trying to find the page right now and see where he finished. I was just finished. watching that show. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I want to see he where he finished in freestyle. He was able to he grab. He crashed in freestyle yeah. a little early. Yeah, but he so. was able to grab a 3.586 in yeah. the freestyle competition, but still had a pretty good uh, time at Monster World Finals. He did pretty well for his first time there. A lot of athletes, uh, when they go into their first World Finals, the nerves kind of get to him. I feel like Steven was kind of laid back, and he was able to do a little bit in racing, especially, and then unfortunately had the early breakage, like a lot of other trucks in the Australian World Finals 19. But yeah. Satan Torriello is moving on to Anaheim, California, and we're going to move on to our discussion topic for this episode, your underdog picks for World Finals Championships this year. Now, we're kind of just going to go with – our underdog picks already make the lineup, so don't worry about, oh, I don't think they'll make the lineup. Just go with, they made the lineup. They are your underdog pick for Monster Jam World Finals. Let's start with, I'm feeling a little adventurous. Let's start with Speedster Racing. Who do you guys think your underdog picks for Speedster Racing? Hmm, I'm thinking about this one, Ethan. you have any thoughts? Um, I'm still thinking about this, too. <laughs> I think, I'll throw, what do you I'll think, throw, Josh? Oh, yeah, I'll throw out the first one here. I'm kind of just going with an athlete who has a couple speedster obstacle course wins this season. Uh, they're pr they're pretty good in the speedster, but they also uh, are kind of a little bit of an underdog because nobody is really going to give them the time of day and give them Ooh, a prediction. I, I, I think I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm going to go with Aaron Basil and Monster Mutt. Oh, I'm going oh, with Aaron okay. Basil. He has been doing okay. really well in the Speedster. I believe his only wins this season are in the Speedster obstacle course. And if he can keep up that momentum, keep up that average finish pretty good, I think he has a really good shot at making the Speedster racing because the, the Speedster Racing and the Speedster Obstacle Course Championships have the same lineup. I think he'll make the Speedster competition lineup, and he will excel more in the Speedster Racing because I've seen him take those turns. He can take those turns right on those BKT tires, turning poles so tight and so consistently. So I think Aaron Basil and Monster Mutt's my underdog pick for Speedster Racing. Guys, what say you? I don't know. I don't think this is really an underdog pick. I'm really just going by this week's uh, people that won and stuff. I'm I'm still looking, Ethan. You have anything? Um, well, I I'm uh, I'm trying to think. I think this this specific athlete is he's he's definitely a great driver. He um he's definitely a great athlete in the Triple Threat Series. Um, I think he's he's most definitely now. I think most definitely known for his skills challenge. Um, I think Matt Cody can go back and, and do a back to back. I think he can repeat. Um I don't really uh, I'm kind of just going off a of base of like like from what I've seen, and I've only really seen like stuff from Matt Cody. Um so I I think it'd be Matt Cody or even Colt Nagelberger. Colt Nagelberger is an easy um underdog number two for me. So pr probably have to go with Matt Cody for sure. I, I, I think he can definitely go back to back. Yeah, I I thought we were doing underdogs, so I wasn't gonna like pick a past winner. But Matt Cody would definitely have to be one of mine too. He's been having a great year. And I'd also have to say maybe Armando Castro for a speedster win. Uh he's been pretty consistent this year. I don't know how many wins he's got in them. 
But he's one of my good picks to win it, and maybe he'll get it done here at the World Finals. Yeah, I was going to go with Armando Castro, but he is last year's Speedster Racing Champion. So I, w- uh, I really wasn't going to consider him, <laughs> him an underdog. I, I thought it was Matt Cody. I always get him mixed up. No, it was a Speedster Obstacle course. Understandable. It was the first year for the competitions. The first yeah. year, it's a little. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm 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 stop right there now. Now that I now that I have actually like kind of like put some thought into it, um, honestly, I uh, it's it's kind of between. I in my opinion, I see probably Austin Minton and Megalodon or oh, that's Tony a good Oates pick. And Soldier Fortune Black Ops. Yeah, I think those Tony are good. Oates. Those are good like underdog that. picks. Yeah, I like I like Tony Oaks, but I also like Austin Minton because last year he also showed some good time, some yeah. good momentum in the speedsters, and this year. He's uh don't exactly know how many competition wins he has, but he's also been I know he has had a couple of them. So yeah, those are some yeah. pretty good underdog picks. Moving yeah, I, on. I definitely had to yeah. go back I'm gonna, and look. <laughs> I'm gonna steal Ethan's picks and go okay. with those also. <laughs> Alright, we're gonna move on to the high jump competition. Whoa. Who has gotten the biggest air this year? Who do you think is the your underdog to win the high jump competition? Just, th- are we are we basing it just off the, just this year or like in the past like two three seasons? Uh just ba- just base it uh, in th- this year because that's how they would make the lineup and uh, mm, trying to think. I mean I I I mean if we're calling Jim Kohler an underdog, we can say Jim Kohler. <laughs> uh, I don't think he's an underdog. I don't think he's an underdog, especially in the high <laughs> jump competition. No sir. I mean. Thinking back this year, a lot of athletes have gotten huge air, but I think a good pick right now would actually be Cody Sosier and Monster Energy. Stole my pick. Yeah, I guess because he's, go. oh, he, he's not uh, really known for the huge air, but that's been a part of his freestyle momentum this year in the stadiums. Yeah. He's been that huge air, afraid. consistent huge air. Yeah, and I don't think he'd be afraid to send in there. Not my not. other two picks, I was going to say, are either be Camden Murphy or Todd LaDuke. Okay. Because uh, because they both had pretty good high jump competitions last year, but they obviously tied last you year, saw. I yeah, it was they pretty did. insane. They did. And Cynthia took it, which was super surprising because I thought Todd was going to get it because he's the man known to send it, and Jim Kohler too. But he has a heavier truck, so I don't know. I think those are my three picks. Um, I'm I'm kind of going to throw a a curveball. Um. I, in my opinion, I, I think probably Scott Buto could. Okay. If if Kohler's chassis wasn't as heavy as it is, I definitely think him. he could have taken it last year. But his chassis is just extremely too heavy. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's built so for sturdiness. Yeah, it's the toughest chassis so, on the track. Literally. Heck yeah. Um, but, I, but I definitely think his chassis being heavy um, now, I think that's what definitely what held him back from getting such a higher score in last year's competition. I think a lot of people kind of, I guess I did, I guess I'm trying to say, like, I guess didn't know of how, like, heavy his chassis is. And I think his chassis is, like, if, if I'm not wrong, like, two or 3,000 pounds more than just a usual chassis. I think hey, his I'm chassis is, like, 13 a... oh, or 14,000 pounds, I think. I'm going to go yeah. for underdog pick real quick. If Rosalie Raymer gets her dad's chassis again and gets mm. into it because she didn't get to compete, that thing's known for some skyways. I think she could do it. Right, we'll yeah, I'm, well, I'm I'm definitely sticking with Scott Vito yeah. for sure, or or even Corey Rummel. Yeah, 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 I could, yeah, I could, yeah. All right, that I could literally be anyone. <laughs> yeah, anyone True. for high jump, really. If they get in, it's because especially how the track is set up, it's such a short takeoff into 
the specially made high jump ramp. So it really could be anybody in the stadium circuit right now. We'll do one more for underdog picks. Uh, I'm trying to think of a good competition. I feel like just because it's world finals, we have to do for freestyle. Yeah. We have to do the freestyle competition. <laughs> Who do you think can send it out there, make the lineup, send it out there, and get a high score at judgeszone.com and grab that championship? Because nobody saw Lindsey Reed winning last year. So just kind of try and think, oh, sure. of, think of it that way. I'm thinking of it right now for freestyle. I'm th- I mean, he, this man has been consistent in freestyle all year, and we just talked about him as an underdog for the high jump championship. It's Corey Rummel and Megalodon. He's been consistently Ooh. good in freestyle, and we know he gets the chance on that big stage. He is going to go absolutely ballistic. Yeah, we've seen it in the past, and I think that's definitely a great pick, Josh. Um, I'm thinking about mine. I don't think this is like a real big wow to everybody but i think if justin sipes gets invited back and he could, if he could fill out his entire run he could become a world finals champion because he's had so many amazing runs in the past but they just always end early either to equipment failing or his truck just flipping over early yeah um I, I don't I don't know if people would really consider this like a curveball anymore considering what he did la- in last year's world finals was definitely insane. No offense to Lindsey Reed, but I feel like in my opinion, this run should have. De- I don't know. I think he. I don't know where he plays in standings wise after freestyle. Yeah, yeah, it, it was Kevin Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> Told you. Like, the, like the the kid is. I wouldn't say. I guess I'm not trying to like. I'm trying to I guess like overhype him, but he's his freestyle last year at the World Finals was extremely crazy, considering like what he did. Like he did like to back him to a moonwalk. And I'm gonna be honest with you, if I that crash too, man, if if I was at that show, I I definitely would have overscored, um, I definitely would have overscored him because of the crash. I mean, it, it was a cool crash. I mean, I just from seeing it on TV, it looked cool, but I couldn't imagine like what it looked like in person. Um, but yeah, I, I definitely gotta go with Camden Murphy, for sure. Well, that is going to conclude episode 7 of the Monster Jam download. Thank you to Ethan for filling in for Josh. He is on his way down to Miami right now with a couple of buddies to work track crew, and I'll see Wayne this weekend in Miami as well. Guess what? It is confirmed. It is confirmed. He will be at Marlins Park for both shows. Let's go. I got to get some pizza with you one of the days. But thank you, all of you Monster Jam fans, for joining us for another episode of the Monster Jam Download. We'll be back next week to talk about all things Monster Jam. For Ethan Jones, Wayne Chiaki, I am Joshua Lee, and we cannot wait to see you again. We will never stop, never stop.